0: Welcome to Take 10. We conclude each of our Caregiver SOS programs with Take 10. Dr. Jamie Heisman joins us, a nationally recognized expert dealing with caregiving as well as addictions. And Carol Zernial. I'm Ron Aaron. Carol and Jamie pick a topic and we run with it. And this one, we're steeped in literature, French literature, right?
1: Right, yes. And, yeah. and
0: caregiving.
1: And caregiving. So what does French literature have to do with caregiving? So I I was listening to a radio program, and they were talking about breaking bad habits. And they were talking about how your environment has all of these triggers. So if you wanted to quit smoking, you know, smoking is triggered by, you know, maybe it's a coffee pot the smell of the coffee pot. Maybe it's walking into the door of your house. Maybe it's getting in your car. Maybe it's putting down your fork and finishing it. Telephone. So it was all these things around you influence your behavior. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of the story Per Gorio, which means Father Gorio, written by Balzac in in France. And his theory was the exterior influences the interior, which sounds fancy. It's just a fancy way of saying that your environment, everything around you, really changes you, the person. So, Jamie, as caregivers, we're in our houses, we're in our apartments, our condos, our assisted living facilities, wherever. Um, Do the things around us really influence us like that?
2: Well, I think this is a great topic, Carol. I think though we have to distinguish between two things, exactly what your uh, French literature is talking about, and also the fact of codependency where our self-esteem is affected by people, places, and things, in sometimes a negative way. So let's take what you're talking about, which is having our audience listen to or understand, if you will, how environment influences the mental health. Um, no doubt it can. I mean, I remember my time as a social worker working in prisons where there was long periods of isolation and this, you know, it, everything was cold and, and, and truly looked, you know, austere and it created anger and frustration anxiety in the prisoners. It also created drug use. So so to your point, um, no doubt, I truly believe that that's the case, that this French literature is pointing to a bigger issue of how we can manage the physical settings that we find ourselves in and the physical things that we surround ourselves with.
1: Right. So I'm thinking of... um... Either uh, you know the home is always dark. The curtains are drawn because maybe the older person uh, that you're caring for doesn't like the light, doesn't like the glare. I know my mother-in-law had Alzheimer's, and the house was a tomb. Uh, and ten minutes after I walked into the door, I would be running for the front door. Please get me out into the sunshine. It was just claustrophobic. All for the me. curtains were pulled. Everything, the shades were down, Everything was dark. Lights
0: were off. You yep. know,
1: or somebody another house that I'd been to where. You know, the poor caregiver has got stuff everywhere. There's no flat counter. There's no place to rest anywhere because there's just so much stuff. They, they just never had time to clean anything up. So the place is a mess. The clutter is everywhere. That has to do something to you as you're going through your day.
2: Well, it does. And, and let me also point out that we, we don't know if this is a projection of, let's say, the person's own self-esteem or depression. And so we don't know whether the tail's wagging the dog, or I think more to the point, I think what you're trying to get to here, if we can fake it until we make it, meaning if we can set our environment uh, in a very positive way, a non-cluttered way, an efficient way, an organized way, um, what will be the impact on ourselves?
1: Right, so that, that maybe...
2: That's where I think you're going.
1: Right, so maybe, that, that and that is, so, so if, if we're struggling, if we're a caregiver and we're feeling in a rut or we're struggling or, you know, we, we feel like something's got to give, something's got to change, it, it might be something as simple as looking at, you know, look, opening our eyes and looking around us and saying, is there something that we can do to our environment, to our daily schedule you know, that will make us feel different, that will be
2: different? You know, this is interesting because uh, cues and triggers always affect mental health issues, I mean, especially addictions. So we know what we're looking at. We know what will trigger our our desire to use or to get us into a bad place. So I think we have to be extraordinarily mindful of of what you're talking about. I also want to point out that this is also a cultural thing, too, that, you know, if you are – asian or if you're hispanic or if you're african-american what are the positive things about your own culture what brings you back to home and i say home in a metaphorical sense where your feet are on the ground where you're feeling stable you know and are we missing not putting those environmental slash cultural things around us to to elevate our self-esteem and to make us feel more grounded
0: what would be an example
2: well, you know, I, I can go back to my own family here with uh, Sophie, who's obviously Asian, my wife, and, and, and speak to how she kind of sets up the whole place in some feng shui and maybe she'll have a Buddha there. She certainly has a very simple environment. She doesn't clutter the walls. And not just looking clean and neat, but it brings her back to a positive feeling of being back in China where she hasn't been for like 10 years. That is probably the best example I can I can actually point out.
1: Well, see, and I think I, I love this idea of... of- trying to create that home feeling and home might not be home in the last five years or ten years home might be you know that feeling of the way i grew up something what you were talking about that my culture you know i think that really speaks to a lot of different people that out there that might be listening so how do i make this feel like home to my loved one who maybe that would help change their behavior change their attitudes as well
2: i think That's spot on. In fact, like the Hispanic population, I believe, has some powerful, powerful, and then obviously that varies whether you're Mexican, Cuban-American, but but they have some powerful cues and triggers of, of culture, and you're just right on target, Carol. If we as a caregiver know that that brings us home, and let's say we're in a culturally same environment, it's got to affect our loved one.
1: Well, and I'm also thinking, I think about my son, who growing up really didn't do well with loud noises. You know, we used to love to go to music festivals um, and I remember I, so I we stopped. We had to stop. The first music festival we took him to, he spent the entire weekend with his hands over his ears and this most painful look on his face. It was just too too loud, too much stimulation, too many people, too much, too much. Um, and sometimes I think, you know, it, older people can get overstimulated as well. You know, the they, things can be too loud, too bright, too something that we you really...
0: Just- I'm sorry, if you just joined us, you're listening to Take 10, part of Caregiver SOS On Air. She's Carol Zernial. He's Dr. Jamie Heisman. I'm Ron Aaron.
1: So, so go ahead, Jamie.
2: I think, no, no, I think you're, you're spot on with that. I, I think it's kind of <laughs> it's unfortunate being that we're from, I'm from the 70s. You must be from the 80s or 90s. But certainly we would love our, our kids to love a, a good rock concert. But also this theory or this metaphor that you're using in, in terms of French literature, I think pertains greatly to the concept of isolation, the social environments of how we can surround ourselves with like-minded, supportive people, how we can get our loved one into that situation. I mean, let's face it, no matter how you fix up a place, if you're all alone and isolated, it's a negative cue.
1: Right, absolutely. So so we have, so we have the your environment that it you know can be on a physical level too light too broad too cluttered whether it's for the care recipient or the caregiver but then what you're talking about is is really that Balzac theory that says it does change the way that you feel isolation you know am i feeling depressed am i feeling isolated uh have i let the walls close in around me
2: you know, Carol, this is a, is a great conversation starter and uh, an icebreaker for an entire family to sit around a table and, and involve their loved one if they can and, and really talk about this. I mean, I think it's a great concept, and I think it'll just start kicking off sort of ideas and, and uh, a conversation that will continue. Well, well, and, and
1: I can think of a family, you know, talking. somebody might be feeling stressed and worried about the financials um, and just talking about how are you feeling about things. You know, are the walls closing in around you? That can lead to other topics. I think you're right about
2: that.
0: And for the caregiver who may be feeling out of sorts, uh, how can you help them identify what the issues are?
2: Well, you know, Ron, we did talk, um, you know, off off air at one time about um, the seasonal affective disorder piece and right. about lightness and dark. And, and so I think some things are common sense. And we know that if it's a dark environment, um, no doubt is going to create a, a dark interior in terms of a, a, a loved one. But, um, but I think this conversation of what's meaningful, of what will pick somebody up, what's a great trigger, what's a great cue for positive energy as opposed to negative energy, is a place where families can really you know, drill down and, and, and really come up with a solution together.
0: I'm going to stop you right there. We're flat out of time. Take 10, great advice. And you can hear all of our Take 10s as well as our Caregiver SOS shows. Just go to the podcast at caregiversos.org. For Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zernal. I'm Ron Aaron. We will talk to you again soon on Caregiver SOS on air.